Thursday, 28th of October, 2021. Then they were all amazed and marvelled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? Acts 2, verse 7. In Acts 1, verse 5, Luke made a point of recording who the people were that were seeing the events occurring, saying, And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. Then, in verse 1-6, he noted that everyone heard them speak in his own language. As was seen, the word language is more appropriately rendered dialect. This would include the dialect of those in meaning from Jerusalem, because of what they were hearing emanate from the disciples, Luke next notes, then they were all amazed and marveled. Both verbs are in the imperfect tense, they were amazed and they were marveling. As the tongues were being spoken, the astonishment of the people continued. The word translated as amazed means to put out of place. In other words, it is as if they were out of their mind because they were unable to grasp what was happening. The other word is described by Vincent's word studies as to cause wonder, to regard with amazement and with a suggestion of beginning to speculate on the matter. Vincent's is correct because the speculation immediately begins to follow. Luke says they were saying to one another. In other words, the people were seeing the spectacle and were beginning to speculate on what was going on. There is a hint of contempt in their attitude towards those who were speaking because the talk is among those beholding the spectacle and not directed towards those who were engaged in what was occurring. That is clearly evidenced in the next words. Look! are not all these who speak Galileans. The focus is on who these people are. They were understood to be Galileans, and as such they were considered the Hicks of the nation. They had their own dialect that was clearly distinguished from those in Jerusalem. They were also noted for their lack of care in their speech. As Vincent says of them, they were blamed for neglecting the study of their language and charged with errors in grammar and ridiculous mispronunciations. This is noted elsewhere in the Gospels such as in Mark 14. And a little later, those who stood by said to Peter again, Surely you are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. Mark 14 verse 70. The word translated as speech in that verse from Mark is lalia. In classical Greek, it is used to signify babble or chattering talk. It is a word used to signify one's manner of speech. One can see that the dialect of Jerusalem, which Luke focused on previously, was clearly distinguishable from that of Galilee. And it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem so that field is called in their own language a keldama, that is, field of blood. Acts 1 verse 19. What is occurring here is just what Paul says the purpose of tongues was for. It is a sign to those who do not believe. 
Therefore, tongues are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. But prophesying is not for unbelievers, but for those who believe. Therefore, if the whole church comes together in one place, and all speak with tongues, and there come in those who are uninformed or unbelievers, will they not say that you are out of your mind? 1 Corinthians 14, verse 22 and 23. This is just what the presentation of these tongues was intended to bring about in Jerusalem at this pilgrim feast, meaning to convey a sign to the unbelievers. This is what Isaiah prophesied of. Bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples, and I will wait on the Lord who hides his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. Here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel, from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. And when they say to you, Seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Isaiah 8 verses 16 to 20. Instead of seeking the mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, the people were to seek their God. The Lord was giving Israel a sign. This is evidenced in Hebrews 2 verse 13, where the author of the epistle cites this passage from Isaiah, ascribing it to Christ and his people. Life Application The people in Jerusalem were highly astonished at what they saw, especially because those who were speaking in tongues were lowly and uneducated Galileans. It would be incredible to think that such boorish people could perfectly enunciate the particular dialects of the languages that were being spoken forth, and yet it was occurring. This was as much of a sign as the tongues themselves were. If someone who was linguistically proficient in picking up other languages was to stand up and speak fluently in another dialect, it wouldn't seem so amazing. But if a person from the backwater areas of Louisiana or the deep mountains of Apalkia were to suddenly start speaking proper English in the court of the Royal Halls of England, it would be rather remarkable. As such, one can see the wisdom in God's selection of these Galileans. It provides an added touch to the incredible nature of what was occurring. The Lord chose unimpressive people to be used to bring forth an amazing sign to those in Jerusalem. This is exactly what Paul speaks of in 1 Corinthians. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. 
But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised. God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 1, 16-31 God chooses those who seem least likely to do anything great or amazing in order to bring his glory to the fullest light possible. As such, if you are feeling like you have no particular capabilities or qualifications that will make an impact for Christ, you have underestimated yourself. You may think you are the least of all people, but because you have been saved by Christ, you can be used to make the greatest of difference in the lives of others. Take time today to offer yourself wholly and unreservedly to the Lord. Allow him to be glorified through you. It is certain that he can do so. And so talk to him about it and let his glory shine through you so that others may see and believe. Great are you, O God, and you can do great things through the most unexpected people. This has been proven true throughout history, and we know it will continue. And so, Lord, use us in the manner that will bring you the most glory. Be pleased to continue your plan of redemption through us in the way that you see fit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.